For those of you who value a sleep in, we've created a podcast so you can listen to Gailey, Emily, Jade and Christo anytime. 1029 Hot Tomato. Gailey, Emily, Jade and Christo. Worldwide weird. I have a very good case of don't do that. No, oh, I love that. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, I'll just read you the story. We're going to Evansville, Indiana. Police say they arrested a driver uh, for drunk driving. He was over the obviously over the legal limit. Officers say the call started coming in around 4.40 p.m. Monday. It's just been. Yep. Uh, they say witnesses reported seeing an SUV hit the median of the expressway uh, near the main street exit. They say the crash caused a flat tyre and the car began to smoke. Oh. But the driver kept going. Oh. <laughs> as, uh, as you do, yeah. maybe. Other callers say the driver was all over the road and was now missing a front tyre. Oh. They say that the driver <laughs> eventually stopped at a car dealership and appeared super drunk. Super drunk. Super drunk is what they've said in the article. Uh, employees told police the driver, he was a 30-year-old gentleman by the name of Jordan Mattingly, <laughs> was very drunk and uh, tried to pull up to the car dealership to sell his car. <laughs> oh, what do no I get for it? and smoking. <laughs> what do I get for it? It's <laughs> a trade-in. Police say he had swelling and scratches as if he'd just been in a crash. And they say he smelled of alcohol and almost fell over several times while trying to negotiate the deal. But they watched him. They let him sit there and still try to negotiate. That's, that's a bit of fun for the coppers, isn't it? Right. We know we got him. He can't go anywhere. So let's just sit back and enjoy the show. Anyone got some popcorn? Yeah. <laughs> Officers say uh, he tested. Are you ready? Oh, God. What is it? Point two nine one. How is he alive? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was super drunk. He's super because he can be that drunk yeah. and they still say, live. They say inside the SUV they found four loco cans. I don't know what that is. And a can of White Claw. Oh. Wait, no, we're not allowed to do that. No, we're not allowed, we're not allowed to, no. to glamorize No, drinking. we're not at all. Not, not especially at all. That's not That's a very case. bad man. Just saying good company. Uh, <laughs> Mattingly is facing several charges. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Really? I love how the articles go like that. No, they let him off, idiots. Anyway. But anyway, it's a minimum trade-in of $2,000. <laughs> he got the lot. Daily Emily, Jade and Christo. I want to talk about a lady that Christo brought up in Worldwide Weird a little while ago. Yeah. Uh, her name is Steph Maddow. She's 31 from Connecticut, and she was a reality star over there. And if you recall the story, she made a lot of money from selling her uh, fluffs in a jar. <laughs> Okay, so um, and the reason why the reason why Christo <laughs> brought it to the table with Worldwide Weird is because she had to retire from selling fluffs in a jar mm-hmm. because trying to push out all of the fluffs, she actually uh, nearly had a heart attack. Mm. So oh, she had wow. heart attack symptoms. Did it come with a certificate of authenticity? She did all of that. She's a she's a total odd entrepreneur in yes. a way, right? She's entrepreneur. A, she's a yeah, right? So anyway, she actually yeah. landed in hospital. Yeah. And in order to keep this business going, she was eating all the gassy foods like beans and things like that. <laughs> and then um, she had beautiful packaging for her. They're called fluffs in a jar, but I'll say fluffs for the sake of being lady. And, um, you know, and they, it wasn't like she was writing in Nico pen, here's my fluffs in a jar. It was yeah, all yeah. properly Labeled packaged. And yes. And um, she, didn't, um, she, she didn't retire from the money, but she was making... A lot of money. Mm. So she 
was obviously now missing this, so she's selling something new, which is why I'm bringing this story to oh, the no. table. Right. She is revealed she is making a staggering $7,000 a day selling her, drum roll please. I don't have a drum roll. <laughs> Boob sweat. Oh, wow. I wish I thought of this stuff. Okay, $7,000 a day. I could sell mine. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's sitting there now. They're looking down at their chest and they're picking up their boobs, men or women, and going, how much is underneath there? How do Let's I tap get under it? the crease. Yeah, so what she does is she um, she's doing everything she can. So much like when she was selling fluffs in a jar, she was trying to consume as much farty food as possible. Mm. She's doing things like sitting in the sun, sitting in saunas, trying to make herself as hot as possible so she sweats. And she reckons she can put a jar of boob sweat together in 15 minutes. She spends about four hours a day getting the perspiration levels that she needs so that she can she sell her boob sweat. She drink a lot of water. She said she does exactly that. Yeah. So she drinks a lot of water and she's able to fill 10 bottles of sweat in a jar in one day. So you guessed it. Freaks are buying them for $700 a pop. Oh, my God. I know. And so she said that she's got a great set. She's on Instagram and probably making money from the way she looks as well. But she said uh, it brings fans as close to her as she can get them. Oh, my God. Who would buy it? <laughs> well, obviously people. There Again. are people. Well, she, she, it's people that they might. Oh, this sounds terrible. They smell it and they taste it and stuff like that, right? Okay. I love how you're trying to actually get into the mind of some yes. freak. No, she's saying it in the article. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. trying uh, to. Yeah. She's like, people buy it and they smell it and they taste it. And she said she's calling herself the human maple tree because she sits there and collects the boob sweat the same way a maple tree does, which is they, you know, put a little jar underneath and let the sap sort of drip out. So, have, so did letting you, the, the boob sweat drip into How the long jar. after reading that did you think, I might have to go get a b- anyway, garbage bag and go for a run? This is my last show. <laughs> yeah. It's been really nice working with you guys. I'm off to a sauna. Daily yeah. <laughs> Emily, Jade and Christo. We've all been um, watching everything unfold uh, with the Johnny Depp trial earlier mm. this morning. And they both released statements as well. Um, but we were watching it as it unfolded on TV this morning because it was very early in the morning. And the judge at the end was really nice to everybody. Have a listen to this. All right, again, thank you to all the attorneys uh, for your professionalism. And uh, you're welcome to come to my courtroom anytime. Well, give me a few weeks, but then you can come to me anytime, okay? <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Imagine going, turning up to the courtroom in yeah. a couple of weeks and just saying, just thought I'd come so and say hi. Yeah, yeah. You told me I could come back. Missed you. Was it, you want a cup of tea? Well, imagine if it was for a traffic <laughs> offence or something. Yeah. And you go, oh, you said I could come back any time. I wasn't expecting to come back now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And on this side of the uh, the table. <laughs> yeah. But what's interesting, though, is I think Johnny Depp's lawyers, they will never have to worry about securing any clients ever oh, no. again. Never. They'll be like the, um, what was the? Kardashian's dad's name when he won the OJ trial yeah. that yeah. was it he was uh, I mean I'm not saying that <clears throat> Johnny Depp's like OJ Simpson but yeah. when you win a case that big the popularity of that <clears throat> yeah if they weren't already in the penthouse of the uh, law firm they are now yeah yeah. that's why they were hugging so much I know yeah. we're rich we're rich we watched it on the monitor they were still hugging 10-15 minutes yeah, afterwards were. I thought yeah. they were praying <laughs> like, yeah. dear god what are we going to do with all the money Kaylee, yes. <laughs> Emily, Jade and Christo Hey, um, I think uh, it's getting in the news a little bit lately and they're back and then we're going to talk about cruise ships. Richard Branson's in the news. Is he? Because he's got, he's, he started off a vert, that was the ship. Thank yep. you very much. That was that. quick. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he just went past out the front. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a virgin ship. 
Okay. So uh, he's gone from uh, space recently mm. and he's gone, oh, well, if I get it right, I guess on the high seas as far as a mm-hmm. cruise, once I'm ready to get some more passengers on a rocket, I can do a cruise rocket. Oh. So he's probably. Uh, Wouldn't that just... be cool? You could like fly to the plane, fly to the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Have a bit of a holiday on the boat and, and then, then get go, on a rocket. Go up to space. <laughs> You come back. And you, how do you land in a rocket? Do you land back on the boat? I don't no, know. No, they float a, you down, don't they? It'd just be a spaceship. Oh. I like it. That was good. Plenty of room in your rooms because there's a lot of space. Yeah. Look, all the cruise ships are starting back up again. And like the other day in the paper, it was like the front pages of like every paper, whatever yeah. cruise liner had bought. The yeah. back and front pages. Well, you totally get it because they've been, let's face it, they were crippled over the last two, three years. Absolutely. They're on the TV as well. I think it must, I think the advertising must be infiltrating my kids because Teddy started talking about going on a home boat. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I had to record what he thought a home boat was. And this is what a home boat is. I want to go on a home boat. A home boat? Yeah, then we can have a lift and, and a playground and a, and a hotel and, and a pool and, and, and stairs. And you want a boat that's got stairs? Yes, and then we can go, go far away. Oh, wow, wow. You can go far so away. Well so well done, marketing geniuses. My yeah. three-year-old wants to go on a cruise. Well, not really, because disposable income, he's not going well yet. No, not yet. <laughs> but mummy's going, whatever you want, kid. Let's yes. look at cruises, even though I don't really want to go on one. So, okay. So, well, that's the thing. Have you done a cruise before? Yeah, I did one out of um, Brisbane and did the, people do it a lot. Like a day one? No, no. It was the one that goes around Fiji and Yumea. Okay. It's a P&O and it's So, would you do constant. another cruise? Um, that sounds like no. Oh, I don't want gastro. Unless, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I am seriously considering one. and um, A home boat. A home boat that yeah. shall now forever be called That's a home right. boat. That's right, home boat cruises. Not just the SeaWorld cruise. <laughs> I'll go on that yeah, one. SeaWorld cruise, Any fine. day, I can yeah, get yeah. off that in a day. Yeah, and get home. There's your <laughs> home boat. Yeah. Would you go on the cruise now? They're becoming more available. We've got Rick from Highland Park. Hello, Rick. Uh, g'day guys, how you going? Good Rick, have you been on a cruise or are you thinking about going on one? Yeah, we've been on a few, uh, it's about three cruises. Um, mm-hmm. One of the ones we went on a few years back was a Christmas cruise. We were um, over at Vanuatu or near Vanuatu uh, for Christmas Day and it was absolutely magic. Like, we went to the islands over there and Pino bought a he- uh, heap of presents for all the local kids mm-hmm. and all the passengers got to hand them out to the kids. It was so cool because, like, you know, they don't have a lot of stuff. And then as far as Christmas Day, like lunch or dinner, um, yeah, the feast was incredible. Like, you know, fully laid on, all the Christmas decks and, yeah, it was really, really good. Yeah, you pack stretchy clothes on cruise, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Track suits only. One tracky fits all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Rick. Good on you, Rick. Thank you very much. Uh, we've got Karen from Oxenford. Hello, Karen. All right. Hey, um, how are you going? Would you go on a cruise again? Are you brave enough? Are you living on the edge? Yeah, we're, we've actually booked for 2024, so safe enough if something happens. We're not, you know, it's not tomorrow sort of thing. Um, we actually, we went on one in 2018 for New Year's Eve cruise and we had a nine and a seven-year-old boys. Absolutely loved it. It was okay. 12 nights, 
best holiday I've had because I didn't have to cook, didn't have to clean. It was just relaxing. And, yeah, we can't wait to go again, hopefully, if everything works out. Like, we got dollar deposits. So, like, a $1 deposit. Wow. There you go. Your room's held <laughs> okay, for sure. If you decide to cancel, are you going to ask for your money back? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's what I was like. Oh, we're, we're like... It's not a big deal. Like we have to pay a final deposit of like fifteen hundred in February, so okay. we've got February to work out to whether we actually up. want to go or not. I love, yeah. and, I love you. Yeah, co- and save up. I love that you're kind of living on the edge, but kind of yeah. not. Yeah, twenty twenty four is a long we didn't time want to away. Book in, but my well, my mother in law is an avid cruiser, and um, she's booked on three within the next twelve months. Because she's <laughs> she's got her sea legs. She does not like her family. <laughs> she's got serious weight loss goals coming up. <laughs> yeah, Karen, thank you very much. Uh, and we'll go to Sarah from Runaway Bay. Hello, Sarah. Hi, how are you going this morning? Yeah, good, good, Sarah. What about you? Have you been on a cruise or are you planning on one? Yes, yeah, so I'm calling out because I wanted to let you know. I actually went on the first cruise out of Sydney. It left on Thursday the 26th. It was what they called their activation cruise, and they were they had auditors on board, and they were making sure that everything was running smoothly and COVID safe and everything. And look, if you stood still for more than 20 seconds, you would have been sprayed and cleaned yourself. It's the service <laughs> was that good, and the cleanliness was that amazing on board. The sanitisation stations, the mask wearing, and everyone was complying and everything because they really wanted it to work for the staff who. You know, lots of these people have been doing it tough for a couple of years. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was a real fabulous experience. I'd never been on a cruise before. I had a, such an amazing time and I would recommend for people to try it and not to be worried about the whole COVID thing because it was well taken care of. Thank you, Sarah from P&O. Yeah, no. <laughs> you have to be in marketing somewhere. <laughs> Daily Emily, Jaden, Christo. Hey, I'm a, an ambassador for Subaru Australia um, and their lovely motor cars. Um, and they had a big launch last night. Von Bibra Ferry Road had a, a launch at uh, the convention area at, over at SeaWorld Resort. Oh, yeah. And they launched the brand new WRX. Mm. So cool. When you go to those things and they've got the cars covered. You get excited because you usually just see that online. But when you're there live, you're going, oh, it's going to be under the cover and I'm right there. But anyway, you might remember back when I was uh, uh, in a WRX uh, that Rosie pretty much burnt me and said that. The car was too cool for you. The car was too cool for me. Rosie, your daughter. And yes, Yes. she was correct. And she. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have to agree agree Uh, so quickly? We got a lot in common. Where is your empathy sometimes? (laughs) I thought we were friends. Anyway, uh, well, we are, but I'm still not cool. I get it. Um, (laughs) um, So then I said the other day I was referring to that to Maggie because she was in uh, the Forester that I'm currently driving at the moment. Much more suited to you. And she said, what? (laughs) It's a family car. It's a great car, the Forester. You're calling me a soccer mum, aren't you? I am. Anyway, so I'm I'm, uh, driving along with her and she said, well, what car would you really like? Because I was talking about how Rosie burnt me. And then I said, well, I I think probably a really big car. Yeah. So then she's gone, so a man's car. (laughs) Really? And, And I've gone, yeah. And she goes, you, in a man's car. So they just... Relentlessly burn me. Told you we had lots in common. So <laughs> then I thought, okay, well, f- fair enough. Um, so I was excited about going to this launch of the WRX because I realised no matter what I say, my kids are going to burn me anyway. Uh, and I went along to the launch and they have an opportunity to win uh, on, on the day a, uh, a WRX pack. What's that? Right, two winners and you get all this stuff in it, right? Yeah. So, um, and I thought because Mon, our producer, 
is a fan of WRX, I'll try and go in the contest and put the thing in. So there's a questionnaire and it said, uh, how big is the uh, infotainment screen and the new WRX? So you had to sort of listen to them when they're doing their speeches. Um, And then it goes, how many uh, uh, kilowatts in the new WRX? What year did WRX first arrive in Australia? And it's got all this stuff, right? So I'm with my mate Richard from Subaru Australia and I'm looking over and I said, okay, so what's some of the answers? Can you help me out here? What's some of the answers to these questions? So um, I I got my questions all done and uh, went to put it in the entry, but then I got sidetracked because the cars had been revealed. So I started taking photos and then they got on the mic and they said, we're going to do the draw. So I'd missed putting the, the form in. But then my mate uh, was the first to tell me that uh, he told me one of the answers uh, was wrong on purpose <laughs> because he didn't want to be associated with inside of trading. <laughs> so I've worked out three things from this. Don't cheat with shit stirrers. Remember uh, to enter when you've got a competition and you've got to fill out the form and be proud of your kids when they're actually taking the piss out of you. Aww. That's what you've got to do. Just, just the three things. Okay. Lovely. You guys will have your day. We will. <laughs> Don't worry about that. It's not all smooth sailing. Kaylee, Emily, Jade and Chris. Yesterday uh, in Christo's Worldwide Weird, which we do early in the morning, you were talking about how exorcisms are on the rise and uh, there is now literally Literally. a course. (laughs) There's a course you can do to teach you how to be an exorcist because the priests are overwhelmed and they need more people to be able to uh, conduct them. Yes, that's basically exactly what the article said. It said they're completely overwhelmed and they're seeing dozens of troubling cases every day. Day. Yeah, and then in, I thought this was very responsible as a part of it that they were um, teeing up with psychologists and psychiatrists as well. And the church recognizes that there is psychiatric conditions, and then there is like demonic possession. Do you think it's good for business? What? Well, the, uh, where there is a demand, mm-hmm. there is some cash to be had. <laughs> And you'd have to say, with exorcisms on the rise, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. an opportunity for an entrepreneur to make some money out of it. Well, there's a, it's, an, it's a whole school now. So yeah, someone's yeah. going, oh, well, you it's can a have a, a business school, a cooking school, and a learn how to do exorcism imagine school. Imagine if you were the best in the business. Well, can you imagine, like, you know, when, they go, when you go to school and the teachers say, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I want to be an exorcist. Oh, come on now. Oh, come yeah. on now. What about you do something safe, like be a teacher? No, no, there's no. a school for it now, and I'm going to go and do work experience. <laughs> According to the article, uh, <laughs> you're laughing like you need one. <laughs> Father Giuseppe Bernardi told oh, yeah. researchers, and this is according to the article, that he'd conducted a nine hour exorcism on a woman who had screamed abuse in Latin. Ah. Right. Uh, the woman's dad thought she'd been suffering from a psychiatric problem, while her mother took the view that she had, in fact, been taken over. By demonic influence. (laughs) Okay, so this is what got me, influence. Because then I was thinking, you know, influence is such a word we use now, as in influencer. Can you imagine a demon influencer? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a few out there anyway. You're possessed, why are you posting that? Can you imagine them just rolling out? Hi, guys, sinners. (laughs) I've had heaps of people asking me about my skincare range. (laughs) It's a combination of screams of babies and collagen shakes. Added bonus, our shake. Make you levitate <laughs> while you're applying the screams of babies to your face. I can also spin my head right around now to show you my new curling tool. My hotter than hell curling iron will burn the bejesus out of your hair and give you a zombie chic look. 
Use my discount code 666 and like and subscribe down below, like way down below, like way down below in hell. <laughs> anyway, have a great day. I'm off to torture some people, you know, a fraud, a henchman, maybe a couple of priests. God knows they deserve it. <laughs> that was the scariest, yeah. most impressive thing I've ever seen. <laughs> He says he's not into social media. I call BS. Before we dissect the Depp Heard case, uh, the child stars of Stranger Things are in Sydney at the moment. Touchdown yesterday to celebrate, launch and promote. Uh, Gatton Matarazzo, who's 19, who plays Dustin, Mm -hmm. is here. And uh, he's here with a couple of his other co-stars, uh, Priya Ferguson, who plays Erica, and Sadie Sink, who plays Max Mayfield. They say that they love Australian actors and we're gushing over people like Hugh Jackman and uh, Kate Blanchett. Uh, and Rebel Wilson, of course, she's uh, more their age group. And it broke records yesterday as the most streamed show uh, to be released on the day it's been released. You would so hope good. so because it's... $30 million an episode. And you can see where the $30 million went. So you actually saw a quick review on the first uh, one? It's um, it's a lot more uh, horror-based than Is what it? it's been in the past. Maybe yes. was asking to watch no. it. Okay, good. Well, the kids are older, so that they mm. themselves, as actors, can cope with yeah. the, with yeah. more horror. I okay. guess. Right. Mm. No, Absolutely not. It's not what we're watching. Okay. Um, so all of the uh, debt herd stuff is happening, and um, it came out today that Johnny Depp has won the case against Amber Heard. We were in here early when it all started to be live streamed. It was earlier this morning. I think about 5.30 we had the full verdict as they went through the 42 questions. We've actually got some of it here if you haven't heard of it, heard it yet in Dakes' news or on any television Do you find shows. that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven by clear and convincing evidence that Ms. Heard acted with actual malice? Answer, yes. Okay, and, and it went on. Um, the judge was quite nice, though, at the very end. She was. She sounds like someone you want to go have a cup of tea with. Listen to this. All right, again, thank you to all the attorneys uh, for your professionalism, and uh, you're welcome to come to my courtroom anytime. Well, give me a few weeks, but then you can come <laughs> any time, okay? And it was a long case. It went for six weeks. These jurors as well had to give up six weeks of their life. For yeah. I think I saw something about $15. I don't know how much it costs, you know, the government gives them to, to not work. Um, but it took them 13 hours to deliberate in the end. And uh, Depp had uh, to pay uh, Amber Heard $2 million. She had to pay him $15 million. So that left her with $13 million. But, Gailey, you've got something there with all the rest of the damages all added up. How yeah. much is she going to be out of pocket in well, the end? Well, in the uh, 8.35. Five million because in, in the punitive damages is five million, but there's a cap in Virginia law that says you only pay up to three hundred and fifty thousand. So that's why it came down for her, right? Um, so add it all up and subtracted the two million that uh, that Johnny owed her. It's eight point three five million that she owes, right? And um, and she did say during the case that she has been unable to work as well since this one article that has ruined both of their lives. To be honest, I mean each other ruined each other's lives with the poor behaviour, but it was that article that brought it all down. Uh, she made a, f- a film, an independent film, only earned $92,000, which still is a lot of money, um, but it was called Into the Fire. <laughs> Hasn't been released mm. yet, but what a title. Um, now, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard have both released statements. Uh, Johnny Depp's said, and it looked like it was very prepared, typed out, six years ago, my life, the life of my children, the lives of those closest to me, and also the lives of the people who for many, many years have supported and believed in me were forever changed. 
all in the blink of the eye. False, very serious and criminal allegations were levelled at me via the media, which triggered an endless barrage of hateful content. Although no charges were ever brought against me, it had already travelled around the world twice within a nanosecond. And it had a seismic impact on my life and my career. Then six years later, the jury gave me my life back. I am truly humbled. Mm. It's a really powerful wow. statement. There is more there if, if you want to read that. And Amber Heard has released hers as well. And it's an interesting one because she's still not taking any responsibility, I believe, for the violence that she put him through. She released a lengthy statement but said, I'm sad I've lost this case, but I'm sadder still that I seem to have lost a right I thought I had as an American to speak freely and openly. Mm. But you can speak freely and openly if it's truth. You've got to tell the truth. truth-based. Yeah. And her statement goes on um, and to say that she believes this is going to set women and domestic violence back. Mm. But she is not owning that she was just as violent and that she hurt him also and did terrible things like put dog poo on a bed. That's violence acts, I believe. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is going to be the talk of dinner parties <laughs> forever. Yes. And I would suggest going and reading everything so uh, you get your head around So you're around well prepared. <laughs> so you're well prepared. So you win the argument at dinner and you get extra dessert. <laughs> Thank you, Kaylee. <laughs> yeah. Buy five packets of after-dinner mints. We're going to need them. Kaylee, Emily, Jade and Christo. Last week we were talking about sporting names and I just think that there's a young guy that was picked up in the mid-season draft and it was coming up. Um, that commentators are just going to love calling his name when he's on the on the big stage. So what's his last name? His name is Oscar Forkhead. Um, and we did a, you know, a, a fun rave uh, utilising that name and the fact that commentators will embrace it. And then it turned out overnight he has found a new home and it is here on the Gold Coast at the Suns. <laughs> so safe to say, after what you've said about him and how you've tried to utilise his name, he's never coming on this show. No, never, <laughs> ever. No, I think he should confront it and come on the show and celebrate. That's the long line of four kids in the family. Well, well let's hope he comes on and he says, G'day, four kids. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, really good story, though. Um, yeah. In his last three uh, games that he's played, at both uh, underage and in Geelong's reserves. He, he played uh, so well and then the Suns have gone and gazumped Geelong to get him. So yeah. they've done really well. Oh, yeah, I don't so. even know what that means. Yeah. Well done, the Suns. Yeah. All right, Titans are playing tonight. We've got to check in with him. Toby Sexton from the Gold Coast Titans. Good morning. Morning. How are you? All right, footy tipping. Help me out. Who am I tipping on today, Toby? <laughs> you got to go. We've got to win. It's got to be us. <laughs> okay, please. <laughs> now, where where is it going to be won, Tobes? Like, what have you worked on this week? Because you were great in the first half last week and you've just got to bring that consistency. Yeah, I think it's just, I guess, playing for 80 minutes, as simple as that. And uh, we showed last week in glimpses that the side we can be. And if, we, if we're able to do that for 80 minutes, I think um, we're going to be able to put a good performance in tonight and um, one we definitely need. Where, where do you think you are going to be able to uh, fill the hole with the captain going into the State of Origin camp? Yeah, it's obviously a big loss. He's been enormous for us this year in his workload. And I think uh, the middles are just going to kind of share that and go um, an extra 10% in their workload. And um, I, think, I think we've got some good players there and they're going to be able to do a good job for us tonight. Okay. All right. How are you feeling, Toby? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm in need of a win. Winning's a bit underrated at the moment, and um, we just need a win. And my shoulder, my shoulders pulled up pretty good, and um, I'm ready to go tonight. 
Well, before you hurt your shoulder, mate, you're in really good touch. So you would have been excited. So that would have been a little bit deflating when, when you got that injury. Yeah, it definitely was. We were up, we were up 18 nil at the time. We were flying and um, we were playing some really good footy. And then, uh, yeah, obviously my shoulder went and um, I didn't really know how to react to it. And um, it kind of ended up getting good by the back end of the game. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, we weren't able to hold on. And um, that was a pretty bad loss for us, I thought. Mm, all right. And State of Origin, going to affect you guys at all? Were you, you were pretty on the money with who you thought were going to go around. Yeah, we're pretty um, fortunate, to be honest. Um, we've only got Tino really missing. Other clubs like Cowboys have got four four players in, and I think Broncos got a few as well. So um, we haven't been too affected this year, which is probably um, going to help us out a bit, especially with the spot we're in at the moment. And how about how's training going? Because it's really cold in the mornings. Are you guys, like, feeling it? <laughs> Oh, it's crazy. I don't know what to do with yourself. Oh, mate, don't get transferred to Melbourne Storm. Yeah. You'll be cactus. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm on the Gold Coast. Uh, i the Gold Coast too. Yeah, it's 12 and a half degrees outside at the moment, so enjoy. Well, you know what? When we went to training that day, you guys all like cuddling and hugging each other. You're a very affectionate team, so now you can just do it to keep each other warm. Yeah, there's no excuse now, I guess. <laughs> no, nice. Good on you, mate. Good luck. Good luck tonight, mate. Toby Sexton from the Gold Coast Titans. Thank you very much. Yay. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Gailey, Emily, Jade and Christo. Live 5 to 9 weekday mornings on the Gold Coast. 1029 Hot Tomato.